So on Saturday night, it's the third running of the Phoenix, it's called. Um, it's held at the Meadows. It's run over two, 525 metres. And it's been. this is the third running of it. The first two were won by uh, Wow, She's Fast. And, uh, How's she going now? Well, she's in the race this year. And to talk to us all about <laughs> it, we've got the trainer on the show. And that's Cal Greeno. G'day, Cal. Hey mate, how you going? Oh, we couldn't be better, mate. How are we? More importantly, how are you? I mean, you must be over the moon. You can't wait for Saturday night. Yeah, probably a little bit uh, more nervous than, than excited. It's just um, you try and step into these races and have a chance, and she's putting a bit of pressure on herself trying for three in a row. But, um, yeah, look, it's good to be there, and uh, we just hope it's a great night. Callis was here. Um, talk us through the last two and, and sort of life changes and life changing given given the prize money offer yeah look it's only a new race as you know and you know they've only had two runnings of it but what happens is the slot holders decide to put in money and first year I think they put in 80,000 each they all selected a dog and um, we were lucky enough to win that out of box four and then Last year they put it up to that to spend a hundred thousand to get a spot. So there's eight dogs putting in a hundred thousand, and the club had a bit more, and it turned into a million dollar race. And uh, we were lucky enough to win that out of box six. So to try and do it three times in a row is ridiculous because she's getting a bit old now, and it's a bit like uh, when we get a bit old. <laughs> you know, it's not as easy to go as good as when you're younger. But she'll be there, and she'll be trying her best. You would you would think that. You would think you'd, you, it would slow her down, but it hasn't. And last week, it was the fastest time in the Meadows all year. I mean, this is uh, this is not a dog. This is a machine, surely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, unfortunately, there's seven other machines in the race as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as it all sounds. Look, box draws play a big part in greyhound racing, and... Um, the cl- generally, the closer you are to the inside, the better chance you've got to get a run through on the rail. And she's drawn out in box six. And it might have been a bit easier when she was a bit younger. Right? She's got a bit older. She's probably lost a little bit of her early speed, which is the, probably the most important section of greyhound racing that you need to find a good spot early. And she's going to need a hell of a lot of luck from six to get across. Well, you say she's won from six before, and yeah, we, we do know the importance of that. What do you know about the other other dogs in the in the event? Yeah, look, I think it's a very open race in my eyes. I think uh, just you could make the case for any other dog in the race. Um, brings box one into a big chance past the buck. Um, probably had a lot less chance it was drawn where we are. Um, so it's going to be very hard to beat because I see that dog as the leader. And then someone's going to have to get past it. There is a few very strong dogs in the race who are trying to get past that dog, but you just hope there's not much interference during the race and, and the dogs get a chance. That's what we basically like. And what about the other trainers? Surely they've been uh, nipping at you to uh, give them a fair go? Yeah, look, I, I, I do, do don't mind giving a few of them a fair go, but seriously, I've I got, got a mistress that sort of, you know, puts a bit of pressure on to make sure we try and win it. I've got a terrific owner. The guy puts a lot of money into the sport and um, he just loves the, the chance of being in these type of races. And, um, yeah, look, I, I would think if anyone liked to bet, any dog is capable of winning this race. 
Well, you've got the, uh, the the kennel mate in the race as well in Big Energy coming off a second in the Melbourne Cup. I mean, it was a it was a terrific Melbourne Cup. I mean, unfortunately, you can't come second. But uh, take take us a bit of uh, talk to us about Big Energy and its chances. Yeah, look again, Big Energy. If he had a drawn inside, I would have thought he'd probably win the race. But drawn in box seven is going to make it tough for him. Um, I do see him as probably being the most informed dog in the race. So, again, you just need luck getting your positions going into that first corner and not getting knocked over. He's not a big dog. He's uh, he's actually smaller than Wessie's fast, who's a girl. So that's not a big male. And um, he needs to get clear running to, to be at stance. But if he does get clear running, if you did, if you did like him, I would certainly not be putting you off because he's he'll run a big race if he gets a chance. And and between the two, is there some quirkiness or some little quirks that perhaps pre-race, um, you know, you whisper something in the ear or you, you pat him a certain way or something? Is there a little quirk that uh, you've got with either of the dogs? Look, funnily enough, where she's fast seems to love the crowd um, because she's sort of she does she plays up to the crowd. They all start cheering. She looks up thinking they're all cheering at her, but they might be actually cheering for someone else. But she takes it on like it's uh, like they're all cheering her. So she really relishes the moment. Whereas big energy's a little bit more uh, reserved, and you know uh, when, when they sort of go to the starting boxes. Dogs need to concentrate, and there'll be a massive crowd there, right, right near the boxes. And uh, the dogs have to over overcome all that, which sometimes isn't as easy as it looks. But they come out of those boxes, and you need to come out fast, and you need to get a clear run. So we've got to tick all those boxes. Yeah, did, tell us tell us about the track at uh, at um, at uh, the, meadows. the meadows. Yeah, uh, what sort of track is it? What what are the sort of quirkinesses? About it that you got to watch for. Oh, uh, look! I think mainly it's um, it's about a eighty meter run to the first turn, and you've got to get yourself in a good spot. So then the dogs rail around the bend. So again, if you're sort of trapped out or you get checked like back in the field, you generally can't win a race like that. So that's why we hope it's a clean race. Uh, it looks like it might be on paper, so every dog will have their chance, but. Look, it's a reasonable, it's a pretty normal sort of 500-metre track. So basically more of a front-runner's track. Um, but, you know, again, you still have to be in the right position. You can run a dog down if you're close enough, but, um, you know, you still can't come from last and win a race like that. No, no. Well, against this quality, of course not. But, so, yeah, I mean, wow, she's fast as won the last two uh, races of the Phoenix, which is a million dollars each year. So you're clearly retired. Uh, how, did, how did you get, get into Greyhound Racing originally? Look, I'm pretty old now. So I got into dogs. <clears throat> My father had a Greyhound in the backyard, like a lot of people did many, many years ago. And I really liked the dogs uh, when I was young. I tried a, a bit of sport, but didn't work out as good as I liked. And then I just got into Greyhounds full-time when I was about 30. I'm now 70. So 40-odd <laughs> years of being full-time Greyhound trainer is uh, is a long period of time. But if I was doing a nine-to-five job, um, I'd probably just be battling like, you know, trying to pay off your mortgage like most people. But we've been lucky enough to be blessed with a few fast dogs and luck's gone our way. So 
Well, you just hope that uh, sometimes you take a punt in life, and it was stupid when I did it because I had no plans and no future, but <laughs> it just turned out that we were lucky. Hey, you, and obviously the breeding side of things too uh, becomes uh, lucrative. Yeah, the breeding side of things is, is a bit lucrative as well. Yeah? Yeah, it is. Yeah, look, in her case, the guys who own it, they're actually fairly wealthy guys, so they won't be selling any pups, but... Um, yeah, look, if she was selling her pups, they'd probably be, you know, valued at around about 25000 a pup. So, uh, yeah, that's the sort of that sort of money's on offer. But greyhounds have changed drastically in the time I've been in them because when I started off, if you if you want a race, you know, if you'd run a, run a race in the country, for example, you'd get about $100. So, you know, $100. But then again, the basic wage in those days is about $40 a week. So... Mm. You had to sort of win a race a week just to keep paying the bills off. But um, as time's gone on, now we're running for ridiculous. It's about four $1 million races in greyhound racing. So it's just gone to a different level. Yeah, no, it's, it's an incredible industry. Uh, now tell us, uh, now Wow She's Fast, of course, probably one of your favourites. But what other uh, top greyhounds have you had in your time? Oh, look, we've had a few nice ones over the years. Um, we had a dog had a quirky name called High Earner. Um, many years ago, and he ended up was the highest earner at the time. But like his, that was probably going back maybe ten or twelve years ago. But in those, he might have earned about half a mil. So that's sort of what's changed. That used to be the highest earner, half a mil, and now here she is sitting around two point four. So big change for you know. Used to be the poor man's sport, but now you can actually make some money. No, well, man, this is a well deserved uh, well, she's... retirement fund coming up, mate. It's well deserved. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's, a, it's a funny game, but you can also go broke and you might have a series of slow dogs. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, it's just funny looking at the stats for wow, she's fast. I mean, you say she's she's got nearly two point four million dollars in prize money, but two million of those are the only two races. So for the other thirty, you know, sort of two starts that she's had. <laughs> I mean, 400 grand is pretty good. But, yeah, you know, yeah, look, and it, it is good. It is good. You know, like, if I suppose if you can win that sort of money, if you're trying to work for a living and, you know, you're getting a $80,000 a year job, which isn't easy these days, and a dog can earn that sort of money, um, you certainly start to think, you know, what am I going to work for? But you just have to be really lucky to get dogs of this calibre, just like the horse industry, same deal. They need fast horses to keep going. And the difference with greyhounds is that we don't charge training fees. So big difference to horse ownership where, you know, you'll be paying massive dollars each week just off your training fees. So it's a good investment to go into greyhounds because it's because of the cheaper, cheaper option and a chance to win big money. Yes, absolutely. It is, and as you said, there's a lot of money involved. But look, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there, Kel. Good luck on on Saturday night, mate. Um, she's an amazing animal. Um, uh, we we can't wait to watch, and uh, that's of course as well to big energy. And hopefully, you and Jackie uh, celebrate uh, a huge uh, Saturday night, mate. So good luck. Uh, thanks very much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, Kel.